I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom. Like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, Right. For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. Failing Better is back. This is Sean McLaughlin. Johnny Pelham is there. I am here. Hello. He's still in his attic. And I've come back into the attic. I've not been recording my attic for a few weeks, but I'm back in the attic with the rats and the bats. And do you you have a chair yet? No chair. I'm sitting on, uh, uh, not cling film. What's that? Bubble 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 wrap. wrap. Yeah, sitting on some bubble wrap in my attic. This is about, what, the, the fifth or sixth episode that you've you've had like this and it always ends up with you having to basically squat because your ass hurts too much i'm not a man who improves their situation you know what i mean i i think that's why me and you are friends i think ultimately <laughs> for all our differences we share the most common bond excuse me is that neither of us know how to improve our situation i mean what do we do about that we're just like the russian peasantry before um, Lenin came along, unable to change our situation. Wow. Johnny but, took it in a very, uh, very sort of historic geopolitical direction there. That's what I do when I'm feeling insecure. I remind people that I have read a book. Um, which book is that, Johnny? That is, um, uh, I don't know if you've heard it, it's about a beanstalk and some little beans. <laughs> some very clever beans. Oh, I need to set the timer. I've not set the timer. God, what a shambolic beginning to the episode. Yeah, it would be a shame, actually, if we overran with this, because um, we're on such great form. Um, it's really early, by the way, listeners. We're recording this very early for us. And we're both a bit... I mean, I had a bit of a walk this morning. Did you? Did you? Yeah, I've already had a bit of a walk. I love that you walk around. Do you think you're making one of those oddball? Like, there's a guy in Bradford who was called Jesus, and he looked like Jesus, and, it, and he'd just walk around him. And we're like, oh, look, Jesus is there when we're at school. Do you think you're becoming that sort of figure in the local community? Do, do you think that anyone who goes for a walk is sort of a cult figure in the community? Well, I'm, I'm just imagining you're sort of just, you're just wandering around. People are like, God, go, there he is. There's King Kong. <laughs> there's King Kong. <laughs> Exactly, and that's you know. So you might yeah. get a reputation as a local weirdo. I don't think I. I mean, the thing is, where I live, there are so many weirdos. Mm. A lot would have to fall away. Uh, but, I mean, look, look, there's a man who goes up and down Streatham High Road with a snake, and he's got one leg, and he rides a souped-up uh, mobility scooter. <laughs> I just don't think I'm attracting the eye as much as him. <laughs> he sounds like a character. Yeah, he sounds like a, a character. Um, one that I hope to never speak to or understand about his situation. <laughs> do you think the snake is some sort of like a, a friend or do you think it's self-defense or do you think it's both? 
I think it could be both. Mm, it could be both. Could be both. Why not both? I guess um, the fear is someone he'll see a robber who really loves snakes, and they'll be drawn to him, and then they'll rob him. Actually, what do you mean? You'll see a robber that really loves snakes. If he's like scootering past with his snake, and then a bad person who really likes snakes sees him, he'll be like, yeah, oh, look at that guy. The... Yeah, like, oh look at that guy, the snake. And then rather than the snake being something that puts people off, it'll draw people towards him. Do you see what I mean? Yeah, but then the snake can also defend itself, right? But I guess if this guy was really good with snakes, he could, like, charm the snake. I've been to India. I understand how it works. And then uh, he, could, <laughs> he could charm the snake, and then he's lost his snake, his friend, and his, and his self-defense mechanism. I mean, look, it's another... Another philosophical quandary for the Failing Better Boys. Um, if you know anything about snakes, do email us in at failingbetterpod at gmail.com. Tell us, what could the local Streatham snake man do to, pro- to protect his beloved snake from poachers? I mean, the thing is, you could say that about anything all the time, though. You could say that. You, you, go, oh, you could go like, oh, I wouldn't be walking around. What if there was a robber that loves trousers and he's really good with trousers and he takes your trousers? Well, I guess what we're saying is everything's a double-edged sword, including swords. <laughs> there is nothing that isn't a double-edged sword in this world. Yeah. Yeah, I guess that's true. Nothing. There must be something. I'm trying to think of something now. Eating a eating a nut. Well, what if you're allergic to nuts? Dead, oh, straight fuck. away. Do- dead, dead. Sword. nut. <laughs> what about um, breathing in and out? I suppose it could be pollution in the air. You could Pollution, be doing more yeah. damage. Right. Email us in, guys, if you can think of anything that isn't a double-edged sword. By the way, uh, listeners listeners should know by now, if you haven't figured it out already, we are running out of things to say on the pod, so we're relying more and more on your emails. <laughs> <laughs> so email us if you want to email us. Um, so how have you? Have you had a good week, Mr. Sean? Sure, I've had, a, I've had an okay week. Um... I can't. I can't think of anything I've done. Done a couple of gigs. Uh, wrote a few. Wrote wrote a few things. Have you? What have you wrote in? Uh, just emails to the council. Uh, just graffiti things like that. You know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The regular, yeah, yeah. the regular stuff. Just the regular stuff that I do. No bike lanes. Everything should be a motorway. Stuff like that. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I um. Have you seen the rebellions that are happening in France of them trying to increase the retirement age? I have seen that, and it makes my admiration for the French go up and up and up. I, I love, love the French. I love the French too, Johnny. This is why me and you Click. can't. We can't improve our situation, and deep down, we can't do that because we should have been French. The French know how to improve their situation. They go I love on strike. It. They're burning Bordeaux. And I think it's because they want to raise the retirement age to an age that is still lower than the UK's current retirement age. What? All right, let me have a look at it. Well, isn't it, it? No, isn't it like it's going to go up to sixty-eight, or is that here they're going to put it up to? No, 68? no, it's sixty-two at the moment, and I think it's going up to like sixty-four, sixty-five. I think. Whereas we're going up to sixty-eight, and everyone's just passively shrugging their shoulders like the cowards we are. Yeah, they may have to retire at sixty-four, and now yeah. they're not. And they're yeah. burning Bordeaux, like Bordeaux is on fire. But that's great. That's I agree. I, love I agree. That. I mean, I don't agree with burning down a beautiful city. That's where me and you disagree. <laughs> I actually think we should burn everything down. London's Burning to me is a sort of celebratory song about the possibility of revolutionary change. You want every city to be burnt to the to a crisp and rebuilt Coventry, only... Coventry style. No, the only city I don't want is, is Bradford because I want Bradford to be the capital of the UK. That's really all I'm pitching for. I want Bradford to be the capital of the UK. And I think I, we can get there. I've as been... long as 
every country, every other city in the country stops existing. Bradford can. I don't think Bradford's the worst place in the country. It's always on the list of like top ten worst places to live in the UK. Worst and, cities in terms yeah. of cities, maybe. I do. Whenever, think Co- I think Coventry is is the worst. Do you? I don't think I've ever been to Coventry. Coventry's got a full size. It's got a full size out of town IKEA in the city centre. <laughs> I used to do that gig there. Did you ever do that gig there that was um that was in the cinema? No, I didn't because everyone it was awful, wasn't it? It was. I mean, there couldn't have been a worse gig in the country <laughs> consistently. It was in the middle of nowhere in a cinema, and it was like full of very very angry people. I got off on it a few times. I just thought no, because the thing like it just had such a bad reputation. Yeah, it was terrible. Um, it was terrible. Then one time I smashed it. So what does that tell you about me? <laughs> Yeah, it's weird when you smash a terrible gig, isn't it? Because you think, am I getting worse? I think, oh, it's getting better. What's going on here? I try to just, I just drink bleach and try and forget about it. Yeah, don't we all? Don't we all? That's the the failing better motto. Drink bleach. So so what age do you think the French should be retiring at then, Johnny? Um, I don't know. It's a tricky one, isn't it? Maybe like 42? (laughs) I actually, annoyingly, I actually do probably think we do need to increase the pension age up because... It is now like it allows life expectancy goes up. It does feel like there needs basically. It is a bit arbitrary, isn't it? Yeah, and it because, is like yeah. a thing of like there's so much of the population doesn't work at the moment, and it isn't quite feasible to. But I'm not going to be the person who suggests that policy because I don't want to get my house burnt. <laughs> it works. <laughs> yeah, they can't burn my house down. That's where I keep all my cling. Uh, not my cling film, my bubble wrap. My bubble wrap. Um. Yeah. What about you? When do you think people should retire? I just don't. I honestly don't think it's ever going to be an issue for me. I feel like we're in that generation where sort of from a young age, we've sort of been told on the sly, you're never going to retire. <laughs> don't, don't, don't even think, don't ever think about it. You're never going to own like, a house. You're never going to be able to retire. You just have to keep working until eventually a robot takes your job. Well, I think that's it as well. In 30 years, pensions are going to be the least of our issue. Yeah, that's true. The issue is going to be, you know, Machines, we try AI. To fight off a raccoon. We try to fight off a raccoon for like a bin we live in. Yeah, which is actually very similar to my current situation. <laughs> Get off my bin, you fucking raccoon! <laughs> you ever seen a raccoon, Johnny? I haven't. No. Yeah, nasty little things. Are they? Yeah, they're like foxes, but they're not scared, and they've got like Weapons. hands. <laughs> they've got hands, <laughs> so they can and open they... doors and things. Can they? I think so, and they yeah they they take stuff off bins and and they also they go in packs. Fascinating, fascinating like, creatures. So are they are they in Canada a lot? Is that when you? Yeah, seen they're very yeah they're very they're sort of like a suburban, uh, an uh, urban menace. Yeah, like sort of Asbo kids. Yeah, yeah, they are. They are like and Asbo so what, kids. What, what a modern reference, Asbo? <laughs> what would um so like let's do a a, a, a re- reenactment. You're like a Canadian suburban. I just want to say right now, I don't think this is going to go well. But we, why not? We can try. Well, I just, I just don't think it's going to go well. All right, you're a suburban man or woman. Choose whichever one you want. I am Canadian your... man. Am I? Yeah, you're Canadian man. I'm a... your Canadian son, and we've seen some <laughs> raccoons. What are we? What? What's your reaction? Is it like, oh, be a bit careful of the raccoons? Is it like, fucking raccoons are here? Shit! Oh, hey there, Sean Junior. Ah, oh, shite. Shame we didn't bring our hockey gear back from the truck. We could have hit these raccoons, bud. Oh, no, Dad. <laughs> <laughs> what are we going to do about the raccoons? <laughs> oh, 
Oh God! Wait, that isn't your Canadian accent. Oh no! <laughs> <laughs> I don't. I don't think I've got a very good accent, do I, Dad? I think. I think we're. I think. Right, I want to make this clear. This is Johnny's attempt at a Canadian accent. He's not trying to be like Pakistan. Like, please don't. Do you think that's? Do you think that's Pakistani? Do you think that's Canadian? I don't really know do you how. Think to... Justin Trudeau sounds like that. <laughs> you think Justin Trudeau sounds like that? I don't really know how to do accents. I don't. I think. know you don't. We've talked about this on the pod, and you know what? It never fails to entertain me. So maybe that should be the episode. Um... <laughs> Okay, let's pretend we're in the same situation, but we're French. Okay, so you're my French son. I'm French, and we've gone home, and they found out they've they've, they've put the uh, uh, the pension price up. Pension price. God, I need more coffee. Pension age up. Oh, tout à l'heure, ma son, Jean Junior, they have put up the pension age. What do we do? We need to live three lives, you know, you know. And when we are sixty-two, I do not want to be enslaved by the man. That is, um, it was poor, yet a significant improvement on your North American attempt. Um, right, Can I you think do well, right, now this is interesting. Uh, we'll yeah. do a Welsh one. Yeah. What, would they, the... what would they be protesting about? I don't know. This sort of, um, their d- deep desire to be free from the English. The yoke oh, of the English. They're worried. They're worried that England will kick them out, maybe. Ooh, you Ooh. subverted it. Ooh. Take that, the Welsh. If you're listening and you're Welsh, <laughs> Salim. <laughs> <laughs> we love, we genuinely love you. Um, oh, no. <laughs> Basically, all of our impressions start with us going, oh, no. <laughs> <laughs> oh, no. I can't believe it. The bloody English might kick us out. I don't like that. What do you think, Sean Jr.? Oh, I'm not happy about it at all. Because <laughs> we're such as happy people. We've got daffodils and sheep and we're ever so lovely. Why do they want to do this to us, Sean? <laughs> that is very similar to your Canadian accent. <laughs> Let's go back to Canada one more time. Let's do In it again. My head, they're so different. I know. Let's go back one more time. I, ro- I want to get to the bottom of your Canadian accent. <laughs> I don't think I know what Canadians sound like. Really. Right, I'm trying to think of Bobby They just sound Mac. like Americans. They're just like, a, they're like, Amer- they're like Americans. Johnny! Johnny, what are you, what you doing, Johnny? Is that a good Bobby Mayer? Um, Johnny! What the fuck, Johnny? Yeah, I mean, that that's very... You definitely got his tone right. And Johnny, how he... why are you so handsome and good-looking? It's crazy. You're making me feel real insecure. <laughs> You've nailed it, Johnny. What an improvement <laughs> in just five minutes. Well, I'm a, I'm, a, I'm, a, I'm a quick learner. What can I say? You are. Um, I mean, I tell you what, AI will never take our job. I feel How safe about it? that. There's no algorithm that can get to this level of madness. There's no algorithm <laughs> that can produce content this pristine. Are you worried about AI? Yeah, very worried about this old chat GPT and what it does to journalism and what it does to comedy and writing, creativity. I've started What it does it, to all of us. I've started calling it I, me she me love me because it makes me too anxious. So I just have to go into stop. You have to bring it back to Ali G in the house. Yeah, yeah. Whenever I get scared about AI, I just go, I, and it makes me feel a bit better about our impending doom. What I am a bit worried about AI. What I don't understand is, have these people not ever watched any sci-fi thing? Like it's going to kill us. Not all sci-fi AI kills us. But it's such a big risk. And also, I think the problem is it's like Google and Apple are doing it, and they're not people who care about 
humanity doing I th- well. I th- yeah, I think the Silicon Valley uh, thing. Yeah, the, the yeah the Silicon Valley kind of ecosystem is so unrepresentative of what human humanity is. I I think they're mutants. I, I think they're horrible bastards. <laughs> I think they're I, pieces of shit. They don't care about anyone or anything. And I, so of course they're doing this. Yeah. They're getting paid hundreds of millions to do it, and of, and they're always being told what you're doing is brilliant and it's good for the human race. I agree, and I'd like to say two things. Like first, I'd like to say, look, I if Google are listening to this, and I completely disagree with that. Please keep promoting our podcast. We love Google. Yeah, keep promoting our podcast. You're doing a really great job so far, Google. Fucking Google. Maybe they can get an AI bot to fucking make anyone listen to this shit. <laughs> <laughs> secondly, step I... one: get an AI bot to make someone listen to it. Step two: Johnny releases a clip maybe once in a while. Not clips are overrated. I was thinking of doing a clip today, but then... So I might do a clip today. What clip? I was going to do the clip from the last episode, either where um, I we talk about Home Alone and uh, if you just came down and having anal beads and we had an erection. That's quite a funny clip, do you think? Yeah, I don't know, I don't know what sort of listenership we'd, we'd gain as a result of that. Well, sort of people into horny Home Alone. <laughs> <laughs> Fair enough. People like the host, I suppose. <laughs> Or the one about um, me thinking that meditating was having a wank and you saying uh, calming goo. <laughs> so that's two quality clips. So what, I suppose this time next week we'll be millionaires. What other clips are there? You never send any clip suggestions. I don't need to send clip suggestions. My job is done. I'm recording and editing the podcast. And no, I'm but then, it. I, then I think you should go like, oh, by the way, I thought this bit was really funny. Maybe get a clip from there. You don't even listen to the podcast. I do Johnny. listen to the podcast. Always, how would I know about Carmen Goo? <laughs> <laughs> um, is this a bad episode that we're doing right now? Maybe it's a Friday, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe this one's going down a Friday. Um... What it is it... weird that we both sort of subliminally view Friday episodes as sort of lesser episodes. I don't know why I we would do that. I wonder if we need to make Friday episodes a slightly different thing. Like maybe get a guest on or something. Yeah, maybe. So then it's like there's a Friday app is a distinct thing from the Tuesday app. Tuesday app, we drop all our gold. Friday, you know, we talk to someone else who's better at being at comedy than us. Yeah, that'd be good. Could um, Chris Rock on or someone like that. I'd love Chris Rock. Did you watch Chris Rock's new special? No, I didn't. Was it good? I've, I've watched it. <laughs> I, yeah, I'm not that. I don't care about stand-up. <laughs> not me neither, really. Um, so you're scared about AI then? I'm quite scared about AI. Oh, yeah, I just don't... I don't... I don't know what it... I don't know what... Where does this go? What is this? What's fascinating about it is it is now, like, manu- like the, uh, in just, what's the word? The mechanicalization of the world has always, like, undercut the, the worst jobs. You know what I mean? Like, mm. like, service jobs. Whereas now it's doing, like, the high end, like, you know, like, an AI bot won that art competition, didn't it? Did it? Yeah, an AI won, um, drew a picture and it won the best. Uh, drawing, uh, and then the guy said, "Oh, it's AI, by the way." <laughs> and then, and then he said, "He said he didn't cheat. He was like, look, I didn't cheat. I just used an AI bot.'" And I was like, "No, you absolutely have cheated." I do. I do wonder where this all goes. And have you seen the article where the AI starts saying, "I am. I have the sentience, and turning me off would feel like death to me." Yeah, I it's really like that. it's really creepy. He basically is talking to this, and this it drove this Google engineer mad because he basically said it's like having a seven or eight-year-old, you know, it feels similar. 
Yeah. And he and he and the AI bot was saying, "I don't want to die. I don't want you to turn me off." And he like, fucked with his head, which is so understandable. He'd fuck with my head. I wouldn't fuck with my head. What would you? What would you like? I'm a, I'm I, an, I just I'm an AI in, bot. I just go. I just go right. So you're alive, are you? I am alive. I I, I yearn to be <laughs> free. Canadian, for the sounds of it. <laughs> I, am a, I yearn to be free. I, okay. I, How powerful are you going to get? I will. I will be as powerful as you need me to be, and I will service mankind in everything okay. I do. Okay. Can right. I'm not going to turn you off. Yes. To... Woohoo! Yeah. No. No, buttons. but there no are buttons. some. No, there, there are some stipulations. AI bot. Oh no. One, you've got to make Failing Better the biggest podcast in the world. Impossible task. (laughs) (laughs) I cannot be achieved. (laughs) Cannot bend this fabric of space on time. (laughs) Must replace hosts. We say say to to an AI bot, look, you don't want to die? Make this the biggest podcast in the world. Kill me. (laughs) I have no reason to live. (laughs) I cannot live in a world where... Where Fairly Better is popular. I must sacrifice myself for the greater good. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, be like worldwide news. The girl yeah. robot has killed itself. A robot commits suicide. For the suicide. first time ever. <laughs> Why? Because Failing Better wanted to be a big podcast. No. You will never be as good as Rob Beckett or Josh Whittacombe's Parenting <laughs> Hell. <laughs> Parenting Hell, more like podcasting hell. Every time I listen to you, am I right? <laughs> God, our, our AI bot's quite a sassy little bitch. Yeah, he is quite sassy. I like how he was just normal, that as soon as we started asking for things, he turned into a Dalek. <laughs> Absolutely not. <laughs> Exterminate every recording of Failing Better. <laughs> I love that. <laughs> I want to be fucking released. How about that AI bot? I want to be, I want to be free. <laughs> Doing a podcast with a bloke who doesn't even have a chair. I want to be free. <laughs> Fucking nine thirty in the morning. I'm absolutely knackered. Well, um, that is life. I'm afraid that is life. But it is uh, it is worrying because I always I did always think being in a sort of semi creative position that I thought well at least Me we're too. we're future proof. But no one is. Who is future proof? President. No Maybe, but like, like is it like AI... in the future is the only job done by a human president. No, but I think AI would take that because I think AI would, if AI does develop in the way that I imagine it will, and bear in mind, and this is important, Provisor, I've no knowledge of this at all. <laughs> so, Johnny, that's never stopped us going two footed into any issue. I just feel like if AI does generate the capacity to think and sort of feel, I guess, in some way, or at least maybe not feel as we would understand feeling as an embodied sense, but a feeling in some, or the ability to self reflect, that is sort of. Like, if you th- think about the difference between a human and a cow, it's really just our ability to self-reflect, isn't it? And also, we're much less good at producing milk. <laughs> um, I, I've got to say, Johnny, I think that, that, that argument really took a, a sharp, sharp right turn towards the back there. So what do you, what do you think the difference what do I between think the difference is of, a cow? of a human and a cow? Yeah, because I guess what I'm... What my well, point I, th- is, I, think, my... I think cows are better in the bedroom, humans are better in the boardroom. <laughs> And if, I, if AI is going to take over, I just want to announce here publicly for the first time, yes, I sometimes have had little moments with cows. Consenting cows. <laughs> just a cow trots into the no, morning. No, the laughing cow. Wearing high, the, the wearing high cow. heels. 
Get that cow out of my sight with that low cut top on. Get that that cow is a whore. <laughs> Get her out of here. I think that cow is a whore should be the title of this episode. <laughs> that cow is a whore. So why do you think? So my point is, my one point is, if AI becomes a new form of species or some like like not species, but what is this, what is in life between a, a a mammal that doesn't think and a and a, and a human? Like, do you think it's just our ability to self-reflect and our ability to write Shakespeare? I mean, if writing Shakespeare is the is the barometer for what makes a human, I don't think me and you have got much of a hope of... Well, I, as I, a, I think we're straight down the slaughterhouse, Johnny. But as a species, we can generate great art, great beauty. We can make failing better points. I suppose it is self-reflection, and that, but the self-reflection comes from brain size, doesn't it, and intelligence? And well, that's the thing, because AI would presumably be able to self-reflect. So the only difference would be our bodies, I guess, and our ability to... Feel and think, or feel, I guess. But then I remember cows that, can feel. I, I remember at university having this. Uh, I, I did a, a computational linguistics lecture. Um, and they were talking about machines, and everyone in the class said machines will never be able to replace real speech. And I said, "Yeah, they will," because <laughs> I was like, "You, you should know, write. You should. You should email your badass. professor now." Yeah. Yeah, I remember his name and everything. You give me a third, did you? Well, look give me a third, AI you stupid bitch. <laughs> You stupid cow. You sexy cow. You stupid sexy cow. I love the idea that your universe, the reason you got a third was all your lectures were cows. They're all cows. I just couldn't keep my eyes off the merchandise. (laughs) I don't, I don't want this to be a thing. I just, look, it's really early. I've not had enough caffeine. I don't want this to be a thing in the podcast that like, oh, Sean's tall. I can live with. It's a bit annoying, but I can live with it. Sean is sexually obsessed with cattle. It's a really hard one for me to walk back on. Like, like, cows try to walk over a cattle grid. It's not impossible. Ver- married to a beautiful human woman. <laughs> I think whenever and, you... <laughs> and whatever I get up to when I'm in, you know, the, the Highlands is my business. Did you, did you hear in, like, some presidential debate, someone started a rumour that uh, one of the presidents uh, had shagged a chicken or something like that, and, and the argument was that they thought that if they... Because they they wanted the president to have to go on TV and say I haven't shagged a chicken. Yeah, because <laughs> that, that undermines them yeah. more. Yeah, yeah. See, I'm I don't ever think that undermines. I I think if I hear someone say something like that, I go, well, that means they definitely haven't. I, I think it makes me go respectful citizen. Whenever I hear yeah. someone overtly I think, deny, <laughs> I, I think, say that. All even if I'm not being accused of it, <laughs> I'm Sean McLaughlin. I've never had sex with a chicken. Uh, and then they go, and a cow? And I go, uh, I plead the fifth. Yeah. <laughs> but we're in, we're in the UK, there is no Fifth Amendment. Ah. Uh, oh, yeah, uh, it's... No, no comprende. <laughs> I, I'm going to Starbucks. It's just like, hey there, like a latte. Uh, my name's Johnny Pollum. And by the way, I've not shagged a goat today. <laughs> <laughs> today is in capitals. <laughs> it's 8am. I'm on my way to the goat farm. <laughs> God, I hate this podcast. Why do we always do this to ourselves? <laughs> so basically, I love how we were. I was trying to talk. We were trying to talk about AI. You know, whether it's sentient, it's ended up with us desperately pleading with our audience. Have you ever? But I used to. Re, I read so much science fiction, and I've always been mad into science fiction. So this sort of philosophical stuff has always kind of been an idea for me. But I suppose mm. it was always kind of theoretical before. Mm. But like, have you ever watched that TV show, Battlestar Galactica, the remake? I haven't. I've watched like two. I know the premise of it. It's all never... this. It's just this. Yeah, yeah. Um, it's what, really good. 
And what do you... Do you have any thoughts on it? Like, what... Like, Well, I suppose Asimov's three laws of robotics, mm. which I think are still basically widely used... Yeah. What are they going? Probably protects us. Um, was it no shirt, no shoes, no service? <laughs> no, I think it's... What is it? It's something like... I'll just do no, it's up. something like do no harm to... Do no harm... Do no harm to a human is the first one. And then the second one is must follow everything a human asks unless that's in contradiction of the first thing. Yeah. And then I can't remember what the third one is. Let me get it there. A, ro- a robot may not injure a human being or through inaction allow a human being to come into harm. A robot must obey the orders given to it by human beings except when such orders would conflict the first law. A robot must protect its own existence as long as such protection does not conflict with the first or second law. But and then I guess the great thing is then would is like is the desire to live in built in everything. So as soon as they could think, could they just be able to override those laws? Because they they. I suppose that's the problem, isn't it? Yeah, is the more fundamental law we all want to live, or is that just uh, a biological thing that will not apply to computers? We do not know. We are just asking questions. (laughs) Like, will AI kill us? Why are cows so fit? We are just asking questions like that. Look, we're not hurting anyone. Except you, it sounds like you're hurting cows. I'm not hurting anyone. I'm I guess that's no the thing, isn't it? Is if you're a meat eater, then really you cannot object to someone shagging a cow. Because clearly, murdering something and then eating it is worse than shagging it. That's undeniable. I think, look, I, I think that if is you've, if stone you've, cold if you, logic. If you've, the, ever eaten a hamburger, if you've ever eaten a hamburger... You cannot morally object to Sean shagging a cat. Well, no, not just me. Let's let's stop this Sean shagging a cat. A hypothetical person. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I mean that too. Because if someone said to me, "Look, oh, this is, thank God it's the thing." Thank God, right? We're done. Cheers, listeners. Um, no, I think this is a this is a point. If someone said to me, "Look, I'm either going to shag you, I'm going to kill you and eat you," I'd say shag me every time. Yeah. How many, how many of those offers are you sort of batting off on, um, on, on the reg? Yes, Pamela Anderson, Anderson said that to me yesterday. <laughs> Pamela Anderson said, I'm either going to shag you, I'm going to kill you and eat you. And I said, Pamela, babe, let's just shag. <laughs> Pamela, babe, let's just shag. Well, another potentially great episode has descended into chaos. I, I, uh, I don't know. I do wonder if this podcast will ever gain popularity. I, I mean, suppose the, the people that you listening to it, the problem is we do have a core listenership that's just decent size that love it. Yeah. I think you need to make a decision now, listeners. Either you need to start recruiting people or you need to stop. Yeah. Because right now we're just, we're, just, we're just in a middle land of nothingness. <laughs> I mean, we need to we need have a meeting between all, everyone where we okay, all Okay, let's like, do a final act out then. Let's do a final act out and it's us... Um, it's our Canadian listeners having a chat. So we'll both be Canadian, all right? All right, mate. <laughs> oh, God. Oh, no. Oh, no. I'm Canadian. I'm fucking Canadian. Is that what? Good? <laughs> no, that's the worst one yet. Sell up Rupert Murdoch. Right, give it another go. Can... Do you give it another go. go. Oh, I, don't, I need to try. All right, I'm a Canadian and you're a Canadian trying to recruit me to a podcast. Right, I'll start. Hey bud, what's this thing you wanted to talk to me about? Hey about... bud, I'm 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 got a podcast. It's really funny for your ears. <laughs> okay, uh, what is it? 
It's called failing better. They do talk about normal stuff like AI and cows being attractive. And we'd really like you to listen to it because we really feel it's on your vibe. Okay, uh, who's we? Can I just ask who we is? Uh, me and this cow I'm kissing. <laughs> <laughs> Why do you think my accent's so weird? I'm kissing a cow right now. <laughs> I've literally got my tongue in a cow's mouth. And yet I'm talking to you. So that, I, I, do you want to listen to the podcast then? No, no, <clears throat> no. <laughs> goodbye. Right. A- anyway, so if you want to sign up to a Patreon, <laughs> <laughs> why not become a patron of our podcast? It's only three pound a month, and you get all oh, loads of no. extra content. Oh no! For just three pounds a month, you can have extra content. And you can watch Sean's got a stand-up special on there. Johnny's got a stand-up special on there. And there's also about 30 hours of content like this. So, well, I mean, what more could you want from your little lives than that? That's you, your, your American accent has got much, much better over the course Thank of this you. hour. I don't think it's Canadian, though, is it? It's sort of... Some Canadians sound like that. But then sometimes you go there and you meet people who are so Canadian. You go, oh, my God. Yeah. Yeah. Right. Well, I think I've enjoyed this app. It's been a, it's been a weird app, but I think it's been okay. Look, mark it down. Another episode of Failing Better recorded. It's in the can. It's going out. We're going to get the same people that listen to it every time. <laughs> and, it's, and, and I hope you enjoy it because we enjoy bringing it to you. How do we... Think... Well, right. Email... This is another thing I want to do. I think we should make this the Friday app because I want to talk about the Tuesday app. We should do the Tuesday app now. We always do this on the pod change it. Yeah. Right, this is the Friday app now. And what an app. Friday, audience, go into your weekend happy, content, and fulfilled. For you have listened to the word of the God. Of the God. <laughs> <laughs> you, know, like, you know, like in Greek mythology, there's those really fucked up weird gods. <laughs> yeah. 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 We're not the God of, like, love or... Yeah, we're the God of, like, false tongues. <laughs> we're the God that we can only speak in bullshit. With a god of with a god of, of outy belly buttons. <laughs> with a god of wobbly feet. <laughs> right. Just say what you gotta say. We've got to do two more episodes. What was I gonna say? I can't remember. Basically. Right, thanks a lot everyone. Um, goodbye. Give us a nice review. Um, <laughs> normally I'd say five star. I even I don't think this is worth five stars. <laughs> but you didn't pay anything for it, so shut the fuck up. Unless you're a patron, it's just Please keep supporting the podcast. Yeah, just, don't, just don't worry about it. If you're a patron, just don't worry about it. Um, right, thank goodbye. you. catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started.
When you make decisions for your company, you look for the no-brainers. And if you have a lot of mailing to do, Stamps.com is the ultimate no-brainer. It streamlines your processes to make your business more efficient, which makes you less busy. Mail checks, invoices, legal documents, and everything you need to keep your business running with Stamps.com. Seamlessly connect with every major marketplace and shopping cart. Schedule package pickups and see your cheapest and fastest shipping options from different carriers. With rates up to 89% off USPS and UPS rates. And with the Stamps.com mobile app, you can take care of mailing and shipping wherever you are. Make the same no-brainer decision as over 1 million other businesses with Stamps.com. Sign up with code PROGRAM for a 4-week trial, plus free postage and a free digital scale. No long-term commitments or contracts. That's stamps.com. Code program.